Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture, and tourism in Tokyo. My name is Stuart Monroe, and around this time from Monday to Friday, I'll be bringing news and views from Japan. And as the prospect of travel draws ever closer, I'll also know changes in travel as and when they happen. The first confirmed person to be infected with monkeypox in Japan has been identified as being in their 30s and living in Tokyo. This comes after the outbreak was declared a global health emergency by the WHO. And with an incubation period of between 5 to 21 days, the man who is currently hospitalised began feeling unwell on July 15th. Meanwhile, up to 44 people in Yamaguchi have been attacked by a rogue group of Nihonzaru, wild Japanese mukaku monkeys. According to city officials, one monkey jumped on a woman in her 90s and the next day entered a house biting the right leg of a 70-year-old woman asleep. Another made its way through a living room window and scratched a boy under 10 before fleeing. People are being asked not to make eye contact, any noise or sudden movement should they come across this unruly pack of rogue monkeys. Marking the 1200-year anniversary of the Toji Buddhist Temple in Kyoto, painter Miyo Komatsu will dedicate a recent painting to the temple from a current exhibition at the Taro Okamoto Museum in Kawasaki. The 4x4-meter painting, titled Next Mandala Great Harmonization, will be shown in public before later being dedicated to the temple as a hanging scroll in 2023. Toji, known as Japan's Eastern Temple and a World Heritage Site, is all the remains of two buildings built in the late 700s, and was thought to guard against malign influence from the south. Arriving in the city by train, the pagoda, Goju no To, rising up out of the city near the station belongs to Toji, and surrounding buildings are dedicated to the Buddhist founder Kobodaishi or Kukai, with a statue of him standing on the temple grounds. The most famous image of Toji, though, is the pagoda. At almost 55 metres high, the five-storey building is the tallest wooden structure in Japan, rebuilt in the Edo period after being struck by lightning. Its unique construction features a central strut, or shimbashira, and a series of stacking boxes or rooms held together with wooden joints, allowing it to move freely, making the pagoda extremely resilient to earthquakes. Whether it be natural or man-made disasters or moments of great change, Komatsu's paintings are awash with Buddhist imagery, positioning themselves as being on the threshold of such moments. Previous paintings had caught the eye of the head monk there, Zenryu Hidaka, with Komatsu declaring, we are now shifting from the great acceleration to the great harmonization. The piece that caught his eye was unveiled at the offices of IT company Digital Garage in Tokyo, during the company's Earthshot conference, which took its name from Earthrise, the first photo of the planet ever seen from space, which years later ended up in magazines the world over. Earthrise represented civilization as an image and an unintended piece of art. In the non-art context of a technology conference, Komatsu's mandalas were more difficult to fathom, yet her spiritual roots were clear to see. They'd been painted at the Sanboin Monastery in Khoisan, spiritual home of Japanese Buddhism, and were decorated with gold leaf, pulling all sorts of local iconography together, from the landscape of eight mountain peaks to local wildlife. The repeated image of a black and white dog describing how canines led the monastery's founder Kobodaishi through the Khoisan Mountains before settling there in 819. Now in Kyoto's Toji Temple, her latest work hopes to quell technological concerns by embedding itself in the heart of Japanese Buddhism and underlining the longevity of this spiritual, 
architectural heritage site for at least another 1,200 years. The Miwakumatsu Mandala can be seen in public at the Taro Okamoto Museum in Kawasaki until August 28th, before moving on to Toji Temple next year. And the temple grounds are open from 8.30 in the morning to 5pm until late September. That's all for now. I'll be back tomorrow with more news and views. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or think about spreading the word online. But for now, thanks for listening. This has been Notebook. Book.